Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Well, folks, welcome to Wednesday night. Here we go again. (laughs) Amen. I'm so excited about what God's still doing, but how many of you know that He's given us authority to walk in this earth uh, with all the stuff going on. You talk about uh, an onslaught of the enemy. We're seeing it uh, so much in our in our nation today. Uh, you know, Paul wrote in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, yeah, know this, in the last days. Well, we're in the last days. I believe we're in the last of the last days. Uh, perilous times would come. Uh, you know, perilous uh, uh, it says right over here in in, a, in my uh, word wealth, it says harsh or savage, uh, difficult and dangerous, painful, furious, uh, grievous, hard to deal with. You know, it's hard to deal with. There's so many people, uh, the fear level and anxiety level in people are so, is, is such a great degree right now in our world today. And so many crazy things going on. I think of all the young children today. They're dealing with things I never had to deal with. And I certainly 15, 20, 25 years ago, what they're dealing with in schools and the universities and stuff, you never dreamed of. And here we are. Here we are. So we have to know that God's made a way for us to walk in freedom. And, 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 uh, but we, don't, we have to know what we're wrestling against and what we're fighting against. Because in, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, you know these scriptures. I'm not telling you anything new tonight. If you, but... You have to know that you have authority, but you have to learn to walk in authority. Use your authority. And it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we're fighting against. We, we tend to think we're fighting against each other, people, but we're really not. We're fighting against these demonic forces of darkness. But thank God he's given us authority. Our, our warfare, our combat with the devil always should be with the, uh, with the consciousness that we, <laughs> that we have uh, the authority over him because he has been defeated. He's a defeated foe. How many of you know he's been defeated? Jesus defeated him once and for all. But we, you know, uh, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph or gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. Listen, it's already been paid for. But we have to, we're the occupying force here on this earth. We're the ones that should know our authority, should walk in our authority. And the Lord has, has paid the price for uh, us to be able to do that. Now, over in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places through Christ Jesus. Every blessing, every spiritual blessing, everything that we would ever need, We've been armed with. If we go back to that Ephesians chapter 6, I'm going to turn back over there real quick uh, and read some more of that. He tells us what we need to do. He tells us, you, how many times have you heard the scriptures? I know you have, but you need to hear them some more. He says, and, and he tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but he says, put on the armor, the whole armor. Arm yourself. You know what? We have armament <laughs> that Paul writes as, as he uh, as he, uh, about uh, Roman soldiers at the time. He likens unto this, this passage unto that. But he says, put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand 
against the wiles of the devil. How many of you know we're living in that time now? The wiles of the devil. When we said perilous times would come, it goes on. And you, you need to read that sometimes. Second Timothy chapter 3 tells that what's happening today is exactly what Paul was talking about uh, 1,900 years ago or whatever it was, 2,000 years ago. He was already talking about that. It would come. And he certainly, we see it all around us today. But he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, therefore take up the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. It says down here to withstand uh, against and uh, to cause to stand. The verb uh, suggests vigorously opposing, bravely resisting, standing face to face against an adversary, standing your ground. Amen? We need to stand our ground today. We're being overrun with the forces of darkness, and if we don't stand our ground, we're going to be run over. Well, I go to church, yeah, but the devil goes to church too. <laughs> and we got to know that. We got to know who our enemy is. We got to know what to do about defeat. He's been defeated, but we got to stand against him in Jesus' name. Now he goes on. To, I'm just going to read this because I like it. <laughs> you know, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Listen, we, we, we need to know the truth. Pastor Scott was going on a Sunday about bringing your Bible to church. <laughs> the, 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 the physical Bible, not just a, uh, you know, I, I know I've got it on my phone. I've got a number of different translations on my phone, which is good, but you need to bring your Bible. This one I have had for years. It's all marked up. I like it because it seems to fall open to where I need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but bring your Bible. You need to know the truth. If you don't know the truth, you're going to buy into a lie. And there's so many, so many people lying out there today. So many people in our government, you know, uh, we're living in Romans chapter 1. If you, need, you haven't read that lately, go over and read it. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. God turned them over to a reprobate mind. Your reprobate mind is one that does things and, and thinks they're doing it right when it actually it's evil and they're calling evil good and good evil. And so that's where we're living. But we got to know the truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. How many of you know you've been made righteous? Not from what you did, but what Jesus did for us. It's his righteousness that we wear now. Amen? And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, which you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, you know, listen, friends, you know that I'm going to talk a little bit about it in a minute. But faith is alive in two places, in your heart and in your mouth. This is where the authority comes. We're going to talk about the authority. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Now listen, we have armament that we're to wear. We wouldn't even dream of going out into a battle of any kind. Police officers, military people, they dress right. They dress with armament. Why? Because they know they're going into a battle. And we need to know that very thing. But God has given us this authority. It says over in Matthew 28, Jesus said this, All authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples all nations. He's telling us that authority he gave us, his authority. In Mark 16, in the Great Commission, what did he say? Go into all the world and preach the gospel and then lay hands on the sick and cast out devils and all those things. And, it, and, and as you finish that scripture, they went out doing those things and the Lord confirming them with signs and wonders. Amen? So he's going to back us up when we do what he called us to do, but we've been given authority to use his name. Acts 1.8, you shall receive what? Power. When, you, when he has come upon you, the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. Power, Luke, Luke 9.1. Let me just turn to that real quick. Luke 9.1. What, what does he say? He gives us what? Power and authority. My goodness. We need to know these things today. You know, a lot of we don't need to be uh, mamby pamby, uh, uh, milk toast Christians. We need to be somebody that stands up for truth and walk in love. Amen. We can do that. We can we can stand uh, uh, against the wiles of the devil with the truth. We don't have to be uh, crazy, but we can be. <laughs> how do I want to say it? We can be infiltrate with the spirit of God to speak against the things that are coming against us in this age. Then he called the 12 disciples together and gave them what? Power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. My goodness. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Well, how many of you know that we have that same authority today? Now, in Luke 10, 19, I like what it says. Uh, Jesus sent out the 70, and it comes back, and it says, Lord, even the demons are subject to you, to us in your name. What's the power of, of the authority that we have? What backs it up? The name of Jesus, Jesus Christ. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. We come against those things. Behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And then it says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Now, I like what the Amplified says. I'm going to read it again because you need to hear this because he's given us that authority. If you've been born again, He's given you authority. Amen? Listen carefully, it says. That's what it says. I have given you authority that you now possess. How many of you know you now possess it? You can have something and never use it. It won't do you any good. But if you know you have something to use, you should begin to use it and, and see what God will back you up. To tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy, that is Satan, and nothing in any way will harm you. Praise God. Now that's, that's you know, we shouldn't see ourselves as, as I can't do this and I'm being run. We have authority to speak in, against the things of darkness. Amen? Serpents and scorpions, what are they? Symbols of spiritual enemies and demonic po uh, power over which Jesus has given us the follow, the, his followers, which we are power. Amen? We have authority over the powers of darkness in what? In Jesus' name. In G we ought to use that. We don't, many Christians don't open their mouth often enough. And if they do, they're not saying what they should be saying. They're saying things that, that <laughs> as the old saying, they're talking smack. They're talking wrong things. They're talking uh, negative things. They're talking what, what their problem is rather than what their answer is. And we need to get over talking about our answer. Amen? Over what do we got power over? Over sin, sickness, poverty, perversion, 
all the power of the enemy. We have authority over those things, and we need to begin to take it. Over in Romans 8, 31 and 32, I'm going to turn there uh, to that. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to that. And remember what Pastor Scott says, begin to read your Bibles. It's good to have a Bible and begin to read it. In 8.31, now when it, what we, shall we say about these things? If God is for us, if God is for, you know God is for us, who can be against us? That includes Satan and all the demonic forces of darkness. Who can be against us? Nobody. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with us with him also freely give us what all things all things that pertain to life and godliness are in christ jesus that's why we need to know what this bible says we need to fall in love with the bible well i don't know i don't read very well well get get it on tape or something get it on cd or something uh where they're reading the Bible to you and quote it as they go along or, and read, uh, you know, as, you, as they're, they're speaking it. You can look, follow along in your own Bible. Then you begin to learn stuff. Most of the stuff I know, I've heard, either read it myself, and but I've heard other people talk about it. Other people preach it. Other people read it. Well, we need to do those things on a regular, regular basis. But it goes on to say, Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. It is uh, who is he who condemns. It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Do you know that? Christ is praying for us. He's praying for you tonight, wherever you're at. He's, he knows your situation. He knows what you may be going through. And he's praying for you to make it, not to quit, to stand up against these things. Amen? Who shall separate, separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or, or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, for your, sakes, your, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep to the slaughter. Yet, yet, in all these things we are more than what? Conquerors through him who loved us. You ever think of yourself as a conqueror, somebody that can overcome things? Here's what it says, more than a conqueror. To conquer, the word describes one who is super victorious, who wins more than ordinary victory, but is overpowering in achieving abundant victory. Super victorious. That's who we are. We're the victorious ones. We're the, we're the ones that are we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Then it goes on to say, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come, nor height or depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ or God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You got to know he loves you and you can't be separated unless you separate yourself. <laughs> he still loves you. But you don't real recognize it. If you don't recognize it, you can't walk in authority. you got to know he loved us so much. Well, you, you don't understand, Mike. I did this and this and this in my life. Who hasn't sinned? Who, has, who didn't need a Savior, my friends? doesn't matter who you are. You might be, well, you might be a brilliant um, uh, college professor, which many of them don't think they need Christ. But the truth of the matter is they still need a Savior. We all need Saviors. Amen? A Savior. But Paul knew that nothing on this earth, below the earth, 
nor principalities or powers could separate him from the love of Christ, which is in uh, God, which is in Christ Jesus. Authority for the believer. He has given us authority to rule and to reign over the powers of the enemy. Now, that's, that's so vital to know that, because if we don't know that, we're going to be caught off guard at all times. And listen, how do, what's, what's the root word of authority? Is author. And what's an author do? He writes words. Our authority is in words, my friends. The words of, word of God and in, in the authority of God. So we have to know that. Over in Romans 8, chapter 8. Let me get over there real quick. I guess I was already there. I read 8, 31 through 39. I read that already. Uh, I wanted to read the note, but I missed it already. What should our attitude be? Should we uh, live a cowardly, uh, yield to the forces of darkness, or submit to the satanic uh, uh, domination? No. No. you got to say, no, I'm, I'm not submitting to that. I'm not giving in to the powers of the enemy. I have authority over the powers of darkness, over the things we just read. We should rise up in the name of Jesus, <laughs> in that name, in that name. That's what he said, in my name you shall cast out devils. Right? You can come against the powers of darkness. In that name of Jesus should take our place as sons and daughters. In Jesus' name, we should are able to run off the devil. Amen? Now, how do we do that? I just said uh, authority is rooted in, in words. Our authority is rooted in words. Now, we'll go over to Mark uh, chapter 11. You know this passage real well. This is one that you've heard if you've been around the Word of Faith for any length of time. <laughs> You know, we're kind of cut our teeth on this scripture, but it's so vital to know this. It's, it's so vital to know that we call ourselves word of faith because we speak the word. We should be speaking the word. A lot of people don't. They go to church at a word of faith church, but they never use the word over the, the powers of darkness that are trying to come at them. The things that are uh, bringing them in distress. Amen. But he says this. Jesus said after he cursed the fig tree. And, and, and they asked him, look, Rabbi, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. And Jesus said and answered and said to them, have faith in God. Well, that's where we ought to, if we have faith in God, because we know what his word says. We know his word is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. That's what it says. But his word is true. You know, science is even beginning to prove it even more and more that the word of God is true. Imagine that, right? But then he says, this is what, where we're at today. How to use this authority. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever, now I know you're whoever, says to this mountain, in other words, open their mouth and begins to say to the problem that they have. If you're sick, you ought to begin to call yourself healed. You ought to begin to say, no, sickness has got to go in Jesus' name. And we all suffer from different things. I know it's got to go. If you're in depression and despair and anxiety, speak to your mind. Say, no, I, I have the mind of Christ. My mind is, uh, is, is, uh, uh, is, is not in de uh, despair or depression or discouragement. You can speak to these things, my friends. You need to speak to these things. That's a mountain. That's a, a problem that's holding you back from doing what God wants you to do and living the kind of life that God wants you to live. But So we begin to speak to these things. It says, speak to the mountain. Be removed. And be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. Listen, are you speaking to things? Please understand. 
Read the Bible. Speak it out for yourself. Speak out what uh, faith is alive in your heart and in your mouth. I just said that before. Speak to your circumstances, your body, your finances, your problems. Speak in Jesus' name. Get out in Jesus' name. Jesus spoke the things that we know we are too. Amen? We know we are too. He spoke the winds. He spoke the storms. He spoke the trees. He spoke the Peter's mother-in-law, the fever she had and told it to go. And he's our example. He's the one we're supposed to follow. Amen? In fact, over in Luke 4, you know these passages of Scripture, but let's just see how he, he, he took on the devil. Amen? In Luke chapter 4, we, he was just baptized in the Jordan by, by John, and we saw the Holy Spirit come down as a dove. So he, now he's filled with the Spirit. Amen? That's why we need to be filled on a regular basis with the Holy Ghost. But he says in, in John, or Luke chapter 4, verse uh, 1, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, I believe he was led out there to prove what was he was just filled with was greater than what the enemy can do to him. Amen? But being tempted for 40 days by the devil, in those days he ate nothing. And afterwards, when they had eaten, they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, now this is what the devil does. He always attacks your mind first. That's where he attacks you the most, is in your mind. If you are the son of God, if you are a Christian, who do you think you are? You really think God's given you authority? Do you think you can stand against uh, my attacks? He said that, this is what he's saying to Jesus. If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Now, you know what? Jesus could have said, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, no, immediately. I, I love this. But Jesus answered him, answered him, answered him. You ever answer what's coming against you? You can't be coming against me. It is written, is what he said. Man shall not live by bread alone, but how shall he live? By every word of this Bible. The word of God. Amen? But by every word of God. So what did Jesus do? He opened his mouth. And said something, didn't he? Then the devil, taking him up a high, high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. Whew. Showed him everything he could have. You can have all this if, if you just bow down. And the devil said, all this authority I will give you and their, and their glory. For this has been delivered to me and I will give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. Well, he had a right to do that because it was given to him by Adam. You understand that. But here's what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said, Get behind me, Satan. You know, he said that when Peter said, I'll never leave you. I'll never do those things. And, and, and yet he told, he told Satan to get behind. He was speaking to Satan at that time. He's speaking to him now. He said, Get behind me, Satan. For what? It is written. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Listen, you want to serve God? Begin to worship God. Begin to magnify God over all the things going on in your life. If God be for you, remember what it was said back in Romans? If God be for you, who can be against you? you got to know God's got your back. God's got your back. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, see, he's always questioning whether you're a Christian, whether, you're, whether, you, whether God's really word is true or not. 
throw yourself down from, from here. And then he said, for it is written, you shall give his angels charge over you, keep you in all your ways, and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. But here's Jesus again. <laughs> Jesus, how's he going to get rid of the enemy? How's he going to push back the enemy? Right here. And Jesus answered and said, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Amen. You know, we can use the same kind of words. We can use those words that Jesus has wrote, the word of God has said, and use it against the enemy. He knows what it is, but use it with authority. You know, sometimes it, sometimes you just got to take authority, look in the mirror and say, get off me, Satan. You have no right to be messing in my family. You have no right to be uh, uh, causing sickness and, and heartache and disease in my family and in my friends and people around me and in me. So get back off of me in Jesus' name. We use it in Jesus' name. Now it said, now when the devil had ended every tempt or had ended every temptation, he departed for him until a more opportune time. In other words, he's going to come back, but you're going to have to stand your ground every time he comes back. But you can. Listen, <laughs> there's a song uh, that I like. It's kind of a it's kind of a upbeat uh, Christian song, but it says, "Open your mouth and say something." Say the right thing. Say what God says. Don't don't be going around uh, willy-nilly about, oh, I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do. Use your authority. The authority is in words, the word of God. Use that. Don't say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And you'll find yourself after a while, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, say, Lord, I know that you, you're, you're always my ever-present help in times of trouble. I'm going to speak the word only, and I'm going to begin to see you work in my life. Whatever it is, if it's sickness, if it's financial problems, if it's relationship problems, if it's attack to the, the, the mind, listen, you got to speak to yourself. you got to speak to those things that are coming against you in Jesus' name. And watch the devil flee. Just as he took off from, from Jesus, he'll take off from you. But you got to stand your ground. you got to walk in your authority. <laughs> you know, Right now, if you, uh, we know, uh, had some police officers in this congregation over the years. Uh, they've been given authority. But if they went out and were mamby-pamby about it, they wouldn't be on the police force very long. You know, that's, that's what... You, when you, you send off the military to uh, foreign land to, to fight a war somewhere, now, hopefully they got the, the, the American uh, government backing them up. It's sometimes you wonder in the day, but... Uh, you got the backing and authority of, of, of the government. Uh, the local uh, municipalities, like the police and stuff, they had the sheriff backing them up, and they have the, the community backing them up, and, you know, the local government backing them up. Well, and the laws backing them up. Well, we have, we have the Word of God, and we should take it and act like, hey, this is for me, and speak that in authority. Speak that word in authority without... Don't, don't go, well, I don't know. I, if you know what it says, begin to use the word of God. Your confidence will grow. Your situations will begin to change. Amen? Amen. Right, anyway, let's, I got to get off here. Time's about up. But listen, folks, we live in perilous times, but we're victorious through Christ Jesus. And we got to use the authority he's given us in, in order to walk in, in, uh, in victorious living or have victorious living. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I, I just pray for all of us that we'd, just as Jesus said to his disciples, speak the word only. 
Speak the word only is what, it, uh, what the centurion said. And then he said, if whosoever shall say unto the mountain, that's what he actually said in Mark eleven twenty three. Say unto the mountain, may we begin to speak to our problems with what the word of God says in Jesus' name and begin to see victory in our lives. We thank you for such a time as this you've called us, but we should stand our ground, walk in, walk in authority and walk in victory in Jesus' name. May it be so for everyone in the sound of my voice. <laughs> Lord, we're in a time that we need to use what you've given us. Every, every piece of, our, uh, of defense that you've given us, we need to use. So we thank you for it. May we just give you praise now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good to be with you. Walk in authority and watch God work in your life. Amen? Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.